1: Hello there, Nookie, and welcome to What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want, presented by Dating Kinky. On this episode, I'm joined by my very special co-host, my own queen, Lady Catalyst, a.k.a. Britt. And our guests are The Basic Witches. The Basic Witches is a comedy spirituality podcast hosted by Leah Knauer and Rachel LaForest. As they interview comedians, artists, musicians, and fellow witches about life, manifestation, positivity, and love and sexuality. In closing, Rachel and Leah always give their guests a goddess oracle card reading. Some of their recent guests have included Margaret Cho, New York Times bestselling author Alex Bamian, Gala Darling, and more. Basic Witches was also recently mentioned in Cosmopolitan, Astrology.com, and was nominated for the 2020 Witches for most exceptional podcast of the year. You can hear them on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you stream your podcast. So now, along with Lady Catalyst, here are Rachel LaForest and Leah Knauer, The Basic Witches. It's
0: five questions about memorable firsts. We call it the first five.
1: And as we always do, we start with the first five, five questions about firsts for Leah Knauer and Rachel LaForest, the basic witches, and joined by my own queen, Brittany, a.k.a. Lady Catalyst. It is so great to have you all on the show. First question in the first five for Leah and Rachel, and I'll let Leah go first. First time you knew that you were just a little bit different.
2: (laughs) Oh, man so many times um (laughs) one specific is coming up um in high school i had this character named lily and i and she like talk like this and it was like part of a project that i dressed really crazy and went to wawa which is basically like a 7-eleven on crack um went to a wawa dressed up as that my friends were recording me this is really before youtube or instagram or anything um, and we were doing a school project on how people judge people and so I went out in public and I acted crazy just to get people's reactions and that's when I was like oh wait why am I the only one dressed up like <laughs> I'm the, <laughs> the clown here but I, I prefer it.
1: Rachel?
3: Oh beautiful you know my <laughs> I just finished therapy a little bit before this and My therapist had asked a really similar question, but for different ends. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not going to give the same answer, but another early memory of knowing I was a little bit different was being in church and them telling, preaching that uh, masturbation is a sin. And I was like, Oh wait, I already love that. I was really little. Like I figured that out super young, you know, being in the being in the bathtub with like the bath hose. I just like figured out that it felt so good. And then um, yeah, sitting there doodling in church realized, oh shit, like I don't fit in here. I'm not, I, I I didn't know I was a witch yet, but I knew I did not fit in.
4: I find with my craft, I usually there's usually an element that is astral me. So mm-hmm. I'm a Sagittarius, so I'm a fire element, but I tend to gravitate towards earth. And I always find it interesting to talk to people that practice to see like what your two elements are that you usually find peace at or that you tend to work with more. And just I like the element
2: mm-hmm. aspect of a
3: lot of crafting.
4: So
2: I like to Do add. you
3: want to go first, Leah? <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Um, you go.
3: Okay. I got, yeah. I mean, because I just live and breathe water all it's, uh, it's like my whole chart, like (laughs) my partner, um, like I feel like I am swimming through life in a sea of emotions and, and I'm comfortable with it. Other people are very uncomfortable with it, (laughs) so I think I gravitate towards water signs that are also comfortable.
2: I, I have a Pisces moon, so I'm not shy to the water. I'm not shy to the emotions, yeah. um, but I'm not shy at all because I'm a Gemini. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, I can be very dreamy. I definitely get distracted easily. I know a lot about like every or a little bit about a lot of things. Um, yeah, but I actually wrote down recently in my a journal who like what signs I attract as friends and I was pleasantly surprised but not surprised to see that I attract all kinds of different signs Mm. that's very Gemini that does make sense for you yeah yeah
1: turning to a little more serious tact for our third first five question and I will start with Leah first time you realized that consent matters
2: Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, I mean, so much of my childhood I was being told what to do by a controlling mother. Um and like it was hard to discern even what I wanted to do and what I feel like I there were so many times that I was told to like hug and kiss people that I did not want to like at whether that's at church or like saying hi to people. I hate being forced to like fake conversations. So I really think as a kid of of having family parties and going to church and being told what to do is like, I don't have to. And I, I didn't have to then, but I didn't know that at the time. Similar for me, it was really
3: young, but it's like, of course, I didn't really learn it until only a few years ago, honestly, like embodied that, that I have control over my consent. But I remember, um, <laughs> there was this place called good times where I did not have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was like a Bad little kitty park. Yeah. And like, I was like, so young, I was probably like 10 or something. And I had a crush on like the guy that I think he did the, the, the um, little prizes or like whatever. He was also a kid. He was also like a teenager, but we made out in the dark at good times. And and then later oh. I felt really icky about it. So oh. that's when I maybe thought like, wait, like I didn't want to do that, but I did it.
2: Oh, so
3: kind of the yeah, idea exactly. of consent. Yeah.
4: People always ask me when they find out that I do things like what I am, and i always find it difficult to tell them because I dabble in a little bit of everything. Mm. Um, mm. And people are like, "Well, are you Wiccan?" And I'm like, "Kinda." Like, "Are you Pagan?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like, and then they're like, "Well, runes." And I'm like, "Well, that's like a Norse thing." And then they're like, "Wait a minute." I said, "Can I just say Craft, like, as a general?" Like, so I didn't know if you guys have ran into similar situations and how you kind of navigate
2: through oh those in
4: a positive God. way uh-huh. without confusing and... the heck out of people. Because that's very every easy.
2: conversation I feel like that we've had on Basic Witches, whether that's with a pro witch or someone else, like. We're, we're trying to boil down what is a witch and people have so many different answers that like I think it's up to you to to again consent like <laughs> what you want to identify as and and then not needing to explain yourself to anyone else because you uh-huh. know the truth yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. yeah yeah
3: I think um I so get what you mean when people ask like what I do I get flustered because it's hard to answer in a succinct way yeah Yeah. um (laughs) I've settled on like artist witch lately but even that Mm -hmm. I I could go Uh, on yeah like I keep
4: I keep switching it back and forth and then like I came from a catholic christian family and they all know that I practice so you know they're all supportive but people that I'm kind of acquaintances with find it weird when they're like well you celebrate all these christian holidays I'm like well yeah but I celebrate all the other ones too. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, but aren't they all the same thing? I said, some of them are, ve- yes, but I'm not going to like stomp on people. Mm-hmm. Like my family, I, I'm like, I bring in, I sneak in little like witchy things. That's what my mom says. I sneak in little <laughs> witchy things without her knowing like food, like Sabbath foods and this and that. And she's like, wait a minute. And I was like, I'm not doing anything. I may mean, so need I mean, a loaf of lavender bread.
2: So many things, though, are witchy, even within Christianity and religion, like candle, incense, um, oh, even a rosary. It's That's like a, uh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. All-
4: so I'm just kind of like, it's all kind of, so I try to, it's just interesting when I'm like, it's kind of all intertwined. And then people are like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I don't really want to, do you want to get into this? Because it could go. <laughs> For a while, it is very difficult <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But I just find it interesting because I have um, the woman I live with and my my sandbox friend. Um, also practices, but we all practice differently. Like she's mm-hmm. more ancestral and into the hoodoo aspect of it. And I'm like, do you? That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I I mean, I've read. Uh, maybe I'll read about it. Like I'm interested about the knowledge of it. Just not my rub. That's fine. Yeah, but I think we always approach each other with things or like when someone's sick or something like hey girl have you done a ritual or have you done your blessings for this month and she's like no give me the name I'm like all right cool and back and forth and it's people always think they're like well is she in your coven and I'm like first of all (laughs) Mm. so I just find it interesting to figure out how uh, it's seems to be a common thing with everybody that practice where they're all kind of like eh, do a little bit of you know what I want to totally mm-hmm. yeah and it's nice to know that that's not a rarity oh, yeah. I guess.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it's the best part is that it's not dogmatic it's a grab bag of eclectic yeah. you know collecting of the tools that work
4: yeah um, yeah <clears throat> I'm like all right cool let's just move on to this or Let's do this, and then it's sounds it's like you're a basic way. So, yeah. <laughs> like I, I have a bookshelf full of herbs, it looks like I have a kitchen in my best <laughs> yes. bedroom for some reason. And I'm like, I all right, that. that's fine.
5: <laughs> like, I feel cool.
1: that. First time you all ever received an unsolicited dick pic and your reaction to it?
5: Oh, oh,
3: my gosh! Oh, such a good question my first one was young enough that it was funny, not like scary. Like it wasn't scary. It was, it was over text and I, it wasn't even mine. It was like a friend's, but, but me and all my girlfriends got together and just cracked up. Like it was hilarious to get, to get to see that. Cause like I, I didn't see porn at that age. I must've been like early teens and like I had, I I didn't have the internet in the way that you could just like see a mm. bunch of dicks, you know. It's
2: like mm.
3: hilarious. Uh I don't remember
2: the f- I don't remember the first one. There's been so many. Um <laughs> I spent a lot of time on Twitter in my 20s, so <laughs> mm. But one that I remember was such a bummer and that's why I specifically remember it is because it was this guy who was following me and he would often like we would have witty banter from my jokes and he totally fucking ruined it by like crossing that line and then I had to block him and it does feel like man you ruined it. We had like a fun Twitter friendship and then you went and like yeah but I don't need Get his. It up.
4: You dicked it up. Lines, dicked ain't. it
2: up. Yeah. Yeah, I dicked it <laughs> up. Are you liking
0: what you're hearing? Check out the Total Archives wherever you find your podcasts. And please remember to subscribe so you don't miss a minute. And while you're there, help John out by giving him a rating and review. We really appreciate your feedback. Now, let's get back to what women and other wonderful humans
1: want Hi, my name is Lian Yao, and I'm an audiobook narrator who
2: is also polyamorous. I just wanted to let you know about some audiobooks on polyamory I think you might enjoy. You can find Love in Abundance, The Jealousy Workbook,
3: The Polyamory Breakup Book, and When Someone You Love Is Polyamorous on audible.com. Just search my name, Lian Yao, spelt
5: L-E-A-N-N-E-Y-A-U, Please also check out my episode on what women and other wonderful humans want.
1: It is simply the most powerful episode we've ever done.
6: When when I had the death of the ego and I really, well, I walked away from what a, being a kink educator or a dominatrix means to my ego or what being a singer um, or someone who booked educators or cover bands for so many years, what does that say about me? That's just things I've done. It's not who I am. You know, and the important thing is that we help others and that we be of service. So if someone's listening to this show and they're feeling maybe badly about a job they have or a direction they've taken, there's no
1: mistakes. The artist formerly known as Hutsey Hahn, Hutsey Brook, June 8th, on What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want.
0: Welcome back to What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want, presented by Dating Kinky. Here again is our host, John, or as we know him, Hi there, catsuit!
1: With our special guest host, my queen, Lady Catalyst, a.k.a. Brittany, we are joined by the basic witches... And Leah and Rachel, I know you both are actresses. I know you're both comedians. I know you both write a lot. So what made you Basic Witches?
3: We decided. We decided (laughs) to lean into witch. We were already performing together and doing musical improv. um, And we would hang out and like vent about the patriarchy. And then um, we both happened to have the same deck of goddess oracle cards and so we would like play with those when we were together and then we fucking decided like wait we can be witches and it feels Mm -hmm. really good because it's really empowering
2: yes and we both came from very religious households Mm. and didn't align with that like we I was made to feel bad or wrong for for having a bra strap showing because that's a like inviting to going back to consent again oh yeah but yeah we just connected (laughs) it's always but we just connected about so many things and we were so curious about witchcraft we were like let's make a podcast and have to ask all the questions and we're learning so much every week it never Mm -hmm. stops
3: what didn't we used to say something leah like um it all comes back to the patriarchy (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> yes. we figured that out
3: at one point we were like freaking out we were like it holy does. shit everything comes back to that yeah. and witchcraft mm-hmm. is so the antithesis to that and it's empowered mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's very empowering I think
3: it's very. Mm-hmm. And I think because we were both already getting up on stages making fools of ourselves like on the regular, we were the type of people that we are like we were brave enough to dive into mm-hmm. saying we're witches cuz that's scary coming from these backgrounds.
2: Absolutely.
1: So coming from an improv background for both of you did you find yourselves on stage suddenly wanting to do witch type scenes or something that was spiritual? <laughs> and I would not be happened. the improviser that I am without saying to Rachel, sing it.
3: Hey, sing it. <laughs> sing what? <laughs> it, it, oh, wait, let's harmonize, Leah.
2: I'm here. I'm right here. It, I'm right here. It, it. It's harder okay. for Zoom because <laughs> oh, <laughs> every time you stop, I start. So a- did you all find
1: <laughs> yourselves doing some scenes based on uh, this the great spiritual world as it is?
2: it naturally happened because our musical improv team was all women so we obviously all connected to about the patriarchy and um we've all seen the craft so many good it's all the witch is in the pop culture psyche so everyone loves witchcraft so it just happened and then yeah we might have to whip out some knowledge that we know in the middle of a scene there was one time what was it Kurt Cobain like came back (gasps) to life oh yeah so
6: many ghosts so
2: many spirits
4: yeah 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 yeah. Course. that oh, would be like improv gold with that be like right? could you imagine the spirits we can get up and
2: it was nirvana <laughs> oh, <laughs> miss it. we miss it so much yeah very good so much yeah so much i miss performing the one
4: thing that like i realized that i do the more um and not in like an arrogant ego way because i'm so not that person um i'll see I'm a huge supernatural lover so I'll watch anything supernatural related Mm
2: -hmm. like I don't Mm
4: -hmm. care if it's real if it makes sense or not I want to but I'll see things or see like clothes and stuff and it's like a symbol or like this or that and I'm like I don't want that they're like but it's pretty it's like it's great but that's not what that's there for it like upside down pentagram is a big one that I see a lot on like t-shirts and then I'm just like what what, what is wrong with you guys what is what is this this is <laughs> ridiculous and then, and, then, and then I get a little bit of that like in the back of my head where I'm like you know you probably shouldn't have those all over the place <laughs> just mm-hmm. just saying. <laughs> just saying. but I mean I've noticed things like that the more I um you know practice and stuff mm-hmm. so I think that's interesting that there's little things that you pick up. And I say things out loud that make me sound like one of those crazy witches. Oh, yeah. Like the window blow and I'll be like, oh, it's time for a cleansing. People are like, what? I'm like, never mind. (laughs) Nothing.
3: Sorry. Um, yes. never mind. My was showing. Oh, when when people leave the um leave the toilet lid <laughs> up, not the seat, but like the, the lid that closes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you're flushing your fortunes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what you close <laughs> the lid, and like, I don't set my purse or bag on the ground. Like, I won't set mm-hmm. it on the ground now. Yep. Yeah, And these are all things I learned from guests on our show.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: I do the coffee thing a lot. Like, I'll like tur- you oh, know yeah. stir everything clockwise. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'll just sit there. And I'll like like
2: mm-hmm. my roommate and
4: she'll be sure everything stirred, like, Don't is that way you have yeah. to do it clockwise and she's like well I was like oh, sorry I'll explain that I didn't mean to yell <laughs> it at you <laughs> but I was just really concerned um, it. but it's just it's little things like that where I'm just like okay well awesome and I made my mom made bird feeders for one of the sabbats one year she's like we should do this every year and I'm like yes
1: <laughs> yes we My question for both of you being comedians and improvisers and witches, do people with a good sense of humor make better witches or do witches make (laughs) better people with a good sense of humor?
2: Great. Witches make better people. I know that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Great question. I think they do have a connection yeah empathy and um empathy perspective and um like like seeing
3: the seeing reality and possibility because mm-hmm. with comedy it's like you need to be able to see the truth of what it is but also make fun of that or or pose a different yes. way and witchcraft yes. is like seeing quote reality
2: and choosing to transmute the energy of reality so also people who are funny usually had trauma that's very mm. common and people mm. who are attracted to witchcraft often also have trauma mm-hmm. um and that's their way of taking the power back same with comedy So I think there's like actually a a big overlap. Yeah, and I would say comedy
3: is magical because you make people laugh and you make people Mm -hmm. feel. So you change people's energy. And again, transmuting energy is witchcraft. Alchemy. Alchemy. Mm.
1: This is the first time I've had fellow improvisers on the show.
5: Oh, my God!
1: <laughs> this is the first time I've ever had fellow improvisers on the show. And what is it that I want to know? It's this. It's do women improvisers seed everything out in the open while male improvisers try to get straight to the solution? <laughs> wow.
4: Nice. That was very, very well done. Very well done.
2: And great point. Yeah, I can recall a few times where like I've had a scene with two guys and I think they underestimated my improv abilities and they were like laughing at the choices I was making, but actually they were just making fun of me in front of the crowd and not actually using me as a team player that was giving them ideas. They just found a way to shit on it instead of living in my reality. So I don't know if that answers your question, but it kind of does in that it's like they were trying to find the joke where I was living in the scene. Mm -hmm. Mm Hmm.
3: I so agree. I feel like uh, oftentimes with male improvisers, they wouldn't trust that I was going somewhere with what I was doing. They wouldn't give Mm. me the time to set it up naturally the way I was. And so Mm. they'll try to like step on it and fix, fix it um, and make it funny right away, which Mm -hmm. sucks.
1: I will bring all the different worlds together from comedy (laughs) to Witchcraft, to our presenting sponsor, Dating Kinky, and Kink. Mm. When I talk about this concept of women seeing the problem solution, but by the time they get there, they have been able to see every single thing around them on both sides in a 360-degree view, as opposed Mm. to a lot of guys get their problem and head straight to the solution. In Mm -hmm. witchcraft, I'm guessing it is. In comedy, it definitely is. But also in kink, when you set up a good scene, if the bottom is already wondering exactly how they're going to get to the solution, which with guys is usually an orgasm, Mm -hmm. then they're missing so much. So Mm -hmm. my point is...
2: The play to be
1: able to see uh, everything that's around you. So, talk a little bit, both of you, about your vision on stage and also your vision as witches, as to be able to see your entire surroundings rather than just one straight line. Mm.
3: Timing. <laughs> That's Mm -hmm. so about timing because as we know, time isn't linear. And it's like, that's making me think of callbacks in scenes and how Mm -hmm. it can be very 360 and full circle if you pay attention Mm -hmm. and let moments happen and don't Mm -hmm. rush. And then with sex and kink, it's, it's same thing. Enjoy the moment, slow down, Mm -hmm. like
2: not making orgasm the only goal, Mm -hmm oh so many things to say um improv has taught me so much specifically in like paying attention to the latest thing that happened and allowing that um so man like not letting moments slip by and and just like trusting that everything is going to work out because okay here's if, if I have a bird's eye view of all the different, let's say improv, all the different games and like ways this could go, I'll actually get lost in the thinking about it and miss the thing that's actually happening on stage. Mm-hmm. But if I pay, if I stay fully present, I can just allow and trust my body and my intuition to know what is going to happen and like staying with my people on stage. Oh my. And that goes for like in a kink scene too. It's like, listen, pay attention. There's so many parallels here. And hello, what we call on the show
3: intuition, your intuition is, is the also another connection between comedy, improv and witchcraft Mm -hmm. because Leah and I were training our intuitions by doing improv by feeling what it feels like to step out on stage and not know what you're gonna say and make it work.
2: And it's like an (sighs) ego death every night, especially when you have shows that don't go well. It's like, that's why Rachel and I were willing to talk about this stuff vulnerably. And honestly, cause it's like, we die every night on stage. (laughs) Sometimes we kill, but (laughs) 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 But we also get killed. and also, there's a thing in improv that, that I'm sure you'll know that your body, when it makes a move, and then you you push that down and don't go out, your body literally knows. Mm-hmm. So you should actually just trust that instead of like second guessing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's called follow your foot mm-hmm. in improv. Yeah,
1: it's funny because my favorite improv teacher named Mandy Price, who's a part of Jet Sitting Improv. She had the all these Mandyisms and uh, lead with the foot may I think may have been mm. one of them. But one of her favorite that I know you all three of you will enjoy was TTTA, tits to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> to the audience. Meaning, <laughs> yep. if the audience can't see the tits, they can't see you.
4: <laughs> the front of you. Yeah, you do that weird pivot side. What did you call it? Cheat out, I love
2: it. There's oh, also funny. kiss. Keep it simple, mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. Put them together, kiss tits. That's hey. pretty kinky.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, but who, knew? who knew theater was a little dirty? Who knew? Come who, on. knew?
2: <laughs>
1: who knew? Who knew? Who knew? All these artists <laughs> put together. I want to talk about one thing for each of you to talk about who you've gotten to work with. Leah, you got to work with Wayne Brady. Can I just be a fangirl right now? Oh, yeah, I have. (laughs) When you work around somebody that is so fast like that, how do you ever Mm -hmm. keep up?
2: Oh, great question. I learned so much working with him um, because I had never done musical improv. And then I was cast in the show where I worked with him week after week. And it was humbling and I was so fucking grateful. Um, but I, you see like what improv truly is and he especially is so talented and so gracious and like that's what a good improviser does is they lift you up and they're there for you and it's truly mm-hmm. supportive and they're listening and not like a judgmental space. Um, and the people that I worked on that show with were all incredible and yeah, so so many good things to say.
1: And Rachel, you took your own empowerment back, not only on the stage, but by creating a program called Learning to Fly. Tell mm-hmm. me
5: about
3: that. Yeah, Learn to Fly, Learn to Fucking Love Yourself, it was born out of my own trauma and uh, my realization after being assaulted that, like, the reason I got the reason I lived was. At the very root level, because I, I loved myself enough to save my life and get away and, and get out um, and luck and luck too, obviously. But I started to realize after that, that people are just walking around hating themselves and they were taught how to do it. And so somebody needed to teach, to unteach that and teach them how to love themselves. And it also was born out of frustration and anger at that like, honestly, my, I mean, being a double Scorpio Aries moon, this makes sense, but like my course was like forged in the fire of anger mm. because it makes me mad. It makes me so mad at the potential wasted when you hate yourself. And so many of us are just spending mm. most of our lives hating ourselves because we were trained to. Yes. Um, yeah. So in learn to fly, I teach techniques that I've learned over many years, even before my assault on how to love myself. And like, it's really practical and it's really like, um, it's exercises because the only way to change it is to get it in your brain and your body practiced That's the only way to change patterns. It has to be brain and body. And you have to practice it over and over again. So I'm like, I tell people like, I'm going to make your brain sweat and your heart sweat, and you might hate me, but you're going to love you. Mm (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, that's it's hard work yeah
4: and that's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful yeah. thing great awesome.
1: i have to give credit to my journey to my guest co-host tonight Hi, and and she's <laughs> gonna get all blushy now but yep <laughs> it was uh a few years ago that we met each other and she was able to bring to me a calmness about just being myself and being my authentic self. (laughs) And it has led to what we do on this podcast now, because it used to be all about connections and how people connect with each other and the messages that they write. But as I continue to talk to people, it became more about how people connect with themselves,
6: Mm. how they connect
1: with their genuine and their authentic selves. So learning to uh, learn to fly absolutely resonated with me. And the reason that it came about from the question about Wayne Brady was that, here's a guy who you think is on top of the world and nothing can stop him, yet he fights with depression and anxiety every Mm -hmm. single day. Mm -hmm. So do uh, do either one of you have some background in, some of your mental health situations that you have had to overcome or has it been just one long journey of overcoming them?
2: Oh, still overcoming it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I just took my meds today. Like I have a therapist, I have a psychiatrist, I got it all and self-care is so much a part of my life because I have to deal with it every day. Um, Again, what I was saying about comedy, how it attracts like a certain kind of person is like we're funny because we deal with this shit in our brain and we want to make others feel not that way. Mm -hmm. We want to actually bring joy and like laughter and humor, even if it's just for an hour, because we know the dark shit that goes Mm -hmm. on in there.
3: Mm-hmm. oh my gosh.
2: and like what
3: I love seeing in and my clients like learn to fly students and people I coach and myself in therapy is this this coming back to exactly what you said about Wayne Brady like literally billionaires are unhappy. they mm-hmm. billionaires are unhappy like it 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 will not end until we decide and to make the changes. And like just today in therapy <laughs> this this came up for me of realizing like, okay, I get to actually just give myself the relief of deciding that good enough is good enough. And everything in my life right now is good enough. Just deciding that. Um, and yeah, I have a similar to Leah, like huge family history of tons of mental health issues on both sides. And I think like all humans do, because how can we get through this without it? But I, mm-hmm. I've totally suffered with anxiety and depression. Um, and for me, it was always like, I was really looking forward to getting out of my 20s without major like hospitalization or major mental health crises, and I'm happy to say I'm 30 and I'm in, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm in therapy. Yes! Yeah, <laughs> keeping She's everything in it. check. Yeah.
1: I know I'm gonna edit this out, but let me.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why is he going for Trophy
2: for going to therapy. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
4: something awesome. who knows i wanted to know all sorts of, of unique little trinkets i'm like what is what is this what is that
3: i want it's everyone to this. have it <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: amazing. john um, can i ask you a let's, question let's, well, yes you're with three witches kind of a magical witchy number I'm curious, what do you feel about witchcraft and what do you believe in?
1: I will tell you that when I walk into my apartment every single day, I smell the beautiful sigils that uh, (laughs) Britt made for me. And uh, I'll let her describe a little bit more about them but they have become something that is visually enabling me to understand that I can be okay. Oh. If I am having a really mm. rough time, and I will tell you that recently it's been a really, really rough time, mm. I can take a look over to my right at work because I have the one mm. that, that is more applicable to work uh, at my desk at work, and then I have these two here one of them talking about self-love, which Mm. I have been awful about. And Mm. so when there's healing ceremonies, I put my name in. I know that Britt has been absolutely amazing in keeping her night in her thoughts. And when she does her full moon ceremonies, and I'll actually let you talk more about that, Britt, because I, I think that's that's kind of important to understand how we became queen and knight is the way mm-hmm. that Britt supports mm-hmm.
4: me. Yeah, yeah, we support each other. It's more of a stone friendship back and forth. We support each other in
1: uh,
4: all aspects of our life, and I think it's one of those that we've lent we've leaned on each other multiple times at different times at the Mm -hmm. same time uh, (laughs) and grown with each other and there's been you know some rough patches some rough spots but that's what it is it's human I mean it's and it's beautiful and I wouldn't change it for anything else I always tell um my primary, um, and and any other partners, you know, that I pick up or whatever that, you know, this is, this is non-negotiable. Like he is a part of my life. Um, it's a very unique relationship, (laughs) but this is not changing. Mm
5: -hmm.
3: Like
4: this is, he is my knight for a reason. Mm -hmm. I chose him to start Mm this, this, um, ridiculous dominatrix power move you know kind of house thing and decided to start with him for a reason Mm. um and that's why i I reach out i try to do so we live so far away um we um about uh, about hour Mm -hmm. and a half maybe Mm because i live in columbus and whatever and it's just so i try to do the best i can we do when we can and a lot of i do to help people through my craft so i'll do my new moon blessings and my full moon blessings and my sigils and my satchels and my (laughs) and i and that's what i do i'm like what do you need them for what do you you know take them where you want put them in your car i don't care what you do fold them in your shoe just don't tear them in half like i'm like just don't don't rip them in half but just do this if you want to recharge them put them in the moonlight but you know and it's just um it makes me in a way do what i can because i'm a huge I have an issue with control. Um, Mm. and that kind of does what I Mm. can do. Like, these are my ways of giving you that love and that support and that growth and that, because I can do it Mm. and I feel the connection to it. And when other people do like, like he does and everything with, you know how they smell because I always tell I said it, it's gonna it's gonna smell like a hippie like it's 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 anointed and blessed and burned and all sorts of stuff yes. so,
2: <laughs> confirmed. Um,
4: <laughs> yeah, confirmed and um and it's just nice to hear especially from 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 him and everybody where it's like mm-hmm. I smell it and it's mm-hmm. like I'm cool I'm good I see yeah. it and I'm all right and I, I see the satchel in the car and I'm, I'm set. I know I'm uh, safe travels and this and that. And and I'm like, awesome. Like that makes me feel great because that's what I want. I that's want the that. Magic. It's working. You know, I want that kind of love in two different ways or three mm-hmm. different ways. You know, you feel the energy from the item itself, the love that was put into it and the love that you can, feel and grow from it. Mm -hmm. Like you see it as a circle and that makes me feel good knowing that i can be there but not mm-hmm. be there in a way
1: mm-hmm. so, lee and rachel yeah. it sounds like mm-hmm. that she's talking your yes. language here
2: yes oh. gave, <laughs> yeah, my is not spiritual at all but i gave him a homer simpson candle and that's our way of like men- mending our two worlds and we light it every time we have dinner. And he's kind of becoming a witch in that way but it's it's really sweet to see nice. like him adapt and i'm sure you feel the same way of like you see that even though they don't fully believe in it, like it still affects yeah. them and makes them feel yeah. loved. It's, it's that's what we want. Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. And it's I'm, nice.
3: Nice. I'm in a queen knight relationship myself. That's exactly oh. the terms we use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, nice. I even have a little knight on my altar to represent him, um, and he absolutely is my night and it's so funny we've been joking lately about how like because I'm queer and um he's bi and just like how he must be mine like for me to be with him this long he must be <laughs> really good because otherwise I would just date women like <laughs> you know I think mm-hmm. we all get that <laughs> um <Yep. laughs> so I'm like okay only nights I used to try to date fake kings
5: fake Ew. Kings. <laughs> <bad>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep I get
4: that like especially like on the uh, media that we have the kink media that we use like big in my profile like I got I got all sorts of like woman power writing that when I was like came into this thing because I was like okay first of all there's I'm the most supportive person to anybody when it comes to gender sex kink I don't care do you be safe be consensual be sane mm-hmm. that's cool mm-hmm. like no judgment but I was like that being said, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wear crowns, not tiaras. Mhm. And I am a queen, not a princess or a damsel mm-hmm. that needs rescuing. Yes. And I'm not looking for a king. Right. Just a court. And yeah. And it's nice because of my boyfriend. You know, my primary. Um, we started talking about that, and he said, "Well, would you make me a knight?" And I'm like, "Well." Not really, because that's not the same as you guys. That mm-hmm. was like, he's like, would you give me a king? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, what would you be? I was like, you'd be a prince. I could see you being a prince. That makes sense.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and he's like, okay. And I was like, I don't really care, but I'm just saying, if we're going to do this thing. So it's like, I had that power thing for a minute where I was like, listen,
5: mm-hmm. listen,
4: everybody. <laughs> <laughs> done. and i still have a lot of friends who are um you know the king doms and the king and that's fine i thrive them i look they're like the big brothers that i learn crap off of i just mm-hmm. don't need one mm-hmm.
1: so and i will yeah. tell you that when yeah. she gets in the presence of these people they bow down to her Hot. There's no mm. bow to
5: it.
4: they Hot. bow down Good. to
1: her it's like yes brett, mm-hmm. yes. Hey, brett. Love it.
4: <laughs> yes i realized uh by especially he was and john was with me the whole entire time through it um is like i found that because i'm not the stereotypical intimidation because of my body stature but i owned it and mm-hmm. um realized that a lot of people had an intimidation with me that I'm a very open person. Like I usually see myself as come on, come all, let's mm-hmm. hang out. And um, I kind of like was, somebody said that's like, well, I found you a little intimidating. I was like, Oh God, really? <laughs> like me? Really? Like, come on. And then it got to the point where I was just kind of like,
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. And Rachel in comedy, when it comes to like musical improv, the one who can't sing but owns it ends up becoming the most entertaining singer, right?
5: Mm.
3: You could argue that, I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, like maybe within a scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <I'm... laughs> <Maybe I'm> just... <laughs> I see what you're saying. Like this, it's, it could be surprising. So it's almost more impressive. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I do know that you all have some amazing merch wearing a yes. hat aren't you right?
3: yes speaking mm-hmm. of sigils that's our sigil
1: that's phenomenal Ooh, i like it thank you i do know that you have oh, these well. really sparkly cards <laughs> leah what oh Your deck. <laughs> really sparkly cards
2: I, I heard cars i was like i wish <laughs> no. Leah had that
1: exact same look on her face when I tried to awkwardly ask questions in Q and A on Instagram the other day. She's like, "You're looking forward to having us on your podcast?" Question mark? And it didn't. I didn't put a question mark there. Instagram did. And then then I totally botched when I said, "Does your friendly podcast host have any host uh, any hope for love?" And she's like, "I'm not getting this (laughs) next." I didn't know who you were. <laughs> it's so perfectly funny. fine. Sometimes yeah. we get some crazy So tell about me them. about these sparkly, beautiful cards. <gasps> Thank you cards. so much.
2: Yes, my holographic graphic deck of hearts. It's 44 holographic cards made from post-its and a picture of my shower curtain. Cause that's where I do all my self-care and all my positive love mantras. So it's like, let's put it all together. But it's been so cool to see it in people's hands and people ruminating on the mantras they pull each day. It's really special.
1: And we will definitely have a link to those along with all the Basic Witches merch in our show notes tonight.
0: Do you want to leave us a comment, thought, or have something to contribute to the show? You can now call or text us at the 3W hotline at 513-788-2527. That's 513 788 2527. Or drop us an email at john, J O N, at datingkinky.com. That's john, J O N, at datingkinky.com. We can't wait to hear from you.
6: Hi, I'm Dr. Allison As, trauma informed sex and intimacy coach and educator, and the founder of TurnOn.Love. And I teach a wide range of workshops and courses on topics including flirting and seduction, deepening emotional intimacy, expanding pleasure, exploring fantasies, repairing ruptures in relationships, navigating non monogamy, and more. And I work with individuals and couples in a coaching dynamic to support them in getting out of their heads and into their bodies and navigating challenges like erectile dysfunction and anorgasmia to help men figure out how to express their desires in ways that feel authentic and not let opportunities pass by any longer, to help women explore what they want and really advocate for in their relationships, and to support couples in getting the spark back and in exploring non-monogamy if you want to open up your relationship. To explore all this and more, you can check out my website at www.turnonlove. And don't forget to listen to my episode of What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want. It's in the archives wherever you listen to your podcast.
1: Realizing that you're a polyamorous can be a wonderful insight. The Polyamory Dating Guide is a book about finding other people who share your view of polyamory and want to share it with you. This book includes a variety of sections on poly-specific dating, such as navigating online dating with a review of poly-specific dating sites and how to make a profile that works real-time dating tips that will tell you where to find polyam people and how to make a positive impression how to date as an existing couple and if you should dating as an introvert queer in dating and lots more get your copy at polyamorydatingguide.com
0: do you want to hear episodes way before their release date commercial free and with an exclusive and always interesting five more minutes then support the show at patreon.com slash what women want podcast and you can be a part of an actual upcoming show we sure do thank you for your support and now back to this episode of what women and other wonderful humans want
1: so i think we need to talk a little bit more about witch stuff and what (laughs) i'd like to talk about is number one is was there ever a time that some you were totally surprised by somebody's reaction to you using witchcraft. Hmm. I
2: think people often think that it's a joke or that uh, that it's not real. And they think that, um, they're like, oh, <laughs> she thinks she's a witch. It's like, no, like, I'm a witch.
4: Yeah, I love that. She I'm thinks a... she's a witch. You're like, really? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, if you think you're a witch, you're a witch.
3: Simple yep. as that. Okay. Two situations come to mind, but the first one was like, I was picking up a, um, item off of Facebook marketplace that I was like a used desk off someone. And it was like nighttime. I met them, you know, outside their place, porch pickup, grabbing the thing. I already paid for it. I'm carrying this away. And from behind me, I hear him ask. So I got to ask, I saw at the bottom of your email, what's that, which thing Cause it says basic <laughs> witches at the in my signature, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, huh, it. W- I I was really scared, honestly, because I, I was like, it's well, especially the way it was addressed. Like, what's yeah. the switch there? Like, hold on. Yeah,
4: hold on. and like
3: yeah. The, t- <laughs> the tone of like I have to ask makes it seem like it's going to be a bad That's thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. um yeah I have this show it's it's comedy spiritual and it's about witchcraft and he was like so you're not a witch though are you and I was like no yeah I am I am a witch and he he just I think it ended up being fine he was just like oh okay but it was kind of scary you guys I was like oh my god is this like a persecution moment (laughs) happening
4: (laughs) yeah like oh no
2: Oh, and that's what no. I mean by people don't take it seriously, because I think they don't expect A, to meet a real life witch, and B, because of media and just the Salem witch trials being so glamorized, people don't realize that there are witches today living amongst you.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All around you. All around <laughs> you we are, yes. I actually got a phone call. I am in work in customer service, and I got a phone call from Salem, Massachusetts. Oh cool. gosh and I, you have I to like, answer I did j- you know? i just want to i want to ask you nope i'm not going to do this, to do this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if only those calls weren't recorded mm. see i would
4: i would have been i would have been the person that would have ended it on a blessed bee just to yes. see <laughs> if they say it back, <laughs> that would have happened i've been like thank you for calling blessed be
2: what <laughs> so mode it be Yes. and so it is <laughs> namaste
1: on the podcast <laughs> yeah. you have had many episodes but what have been some of your favorites
2: mm. oh i was just thinking today actually about alex Banayan, that episode because mm-hmm. when rachel and i were coming up like with the idea of the podcast we had a book that was from our roommate and written by alex benayan and i remember we like wrote it down we were like we're gonna have him on the podcast one day it's gonna happen and now that's in the past yeah like, we already had him on and it's like and now we're almost what two years into or is it almost, almost three? three
0: wow
2: almost three years into the podcast and like we did that we've it's just so cool and yeah, I love that interview with him.
3: Mm, That's funny. You mention it because I'm using my backpack right now that I have his sticker on the third door is his book. Mm. And so I was thinking about him too, just the other day, um, and trying to remind myself, like, there's always a third door. There's always another way to get to what you want to get to. Um, and I have to shout out angel Phoenix, um, Angela Gallo. She's a amazing witch and, speaker and um both of her episodes are my favorite she's been on twice and they're both our longest episodes ever because we can't stop once we're going with her it's
1: so good
2: Poet, as soon as she opens her mouth whatever she says is a poem
1: and she's just the fiercest witch like yeah yeah well i did reach out for a different reason to margaret cho's folks because she actually had done a bdsm themed web series yes and i thought it would be interesting to just get that perspective and they did say that margaret will consider it she's working on a major project right now so Mm. we'll see if that works out but what was it like having her on the show
2: Oh, amazing.
1: <laughs> I would really think we both out
2: for a little bit. Like oh, probably. we
1: did a lot of it.
2: We fangirl.
3: Before during and after. All and the time. Because we've yeah. we've gotten to work with her a few times now. Uh our show, her show, and then our Instagram show. So we feel like we're friends with Margaret. And I think we are. And it's, it's like <laughs> it's like seeing for both of us an icon. To us, a hero, a hero Mm -hmm. for for gayness, a hero like for comedy for women,
2: comedians, Mm
3: -hmm. Asian
2: Americans, yeah. So she's an. There's so many reasons I love her,
3: and she was she's (laughs) so so sweet. Like it was really really easy to talk to her. We were able to go deep really quickly, with consent.
2: (laughs) 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 I'm curious. I'm curious what both of your signs are. Um, I'm a Sagittarius. And
1: I am a Taurus.
3: Nice. So there's that Earth you're going for.
1: <laughs> born on Mother's Day.
3: Oh, oh beautiful. Oh, I was born on Father's Day. Oh, wow. What? what? Yes. <laughs> That's, That's so cool. cool. So I'll <laughs>
1: give you a funny story that you can enjoy that the day yes. that I was born, Mother's Day, my dad was a big golfer. This was back in 1960. 1960- Meaning you, that, <laughs> that year. Uh, meaning you didn't have a lot of fathers in delivery rooms and nurseries back then. So I was born at 6.05 in the morning and my mom uh, was resting and my dad was all excited and he was pacing back and forth and the doctor said, uh, John, what's wrong? And he goes, well, I want to be supportive, but I'm playing today for the club championship. And I don't, yes, John, you can go to your, play your club championship. So he goes to the first tee with four cigars and says, gentlemen, my wife just gave birth to a 10 pound, two foot tall baby boy. Would you like to concede this match or shall we just play the thing? And so about 3.30 that afternoon, my dad walks into room 5c7 and my mom is there she had just woken up and my dad walks in and throws the club championship trophy on her bed and said okay what the hell did you do today (laughs) oh my
2: gosh
1: and yes i still have the trophy (laughs)
2: Oh, yes. my god! you are her trophy, though. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: This it, is
3: it sounds like you were a bigger trophy, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I wasn't a baby. I was relief.
2: Whoa, right a there. big relief. <gasps> that is so crazy you say that I'm shaking my head when you're telling a story because the day i was born there's a huge connection to golf as well what? i was born on father's day june 20th 1992 1992 which was the day of the pga tour so my parents were watching tiger woods golf all day this is always the start of like the mm-hmm. story when they talk about my birthday <laughs> They're watching Tiger Woods all day, and then he finished, and then at 9.50 p.m. I was born, and I tell my dad that I'll, I'm the best Father's Day gift he'll ever get, so I don't need to get him
4: anything. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, I have five brothers. I'm the only girl. And oh, wow. Um, yeah. And my grandma, when I was younger, would always say, you're my favorite granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And I thought oh, <laughs> the most precious thing she could have ever told me. And then I got older and I figured it oh, out. And I was oh. like, I'm your only granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like,
4: <laughs> Wait, just a minute here. Like, What is so
5: funny?
1: <laughs> Leah, Rachel, let's take this time yeah. to plug whatever you'd like to plug. Because I always like to give the guests an opportunity to do that. Yeah, oh, thanks.
3: Thank you, we would love speaking of covens for you listeners to check out and join our coven. We have a virtual coven on Patreon. So we all connect in there. Um, it's just mm-hmm. patreon.com slash basic witches, or you can go to at on Instagram to get the links to everything. But I really recommend Patreon because you get to actually connect with us and with each other. And we do moon circles
2: Mm-hmm. ceremonies
3: all virtual so and and you'll meet witches from all over the world
2: oh it's so cool Global. our latest our latest virtual circle we had which is in texas colorado london Wales, new oh, jersey like it was oh, so that's cool cool yeah. the power of the internet well and i have to look into that myself?
3: Yeah. yes we'd love to have <laughs> you oh my gosh <laughs> and then yeah listen to the pod
5: Mm-hmm. You liked, if oh, you yeah. like the
3: sound of our voices there's thousands of <laughs> no hundreds of episodes <laughs> yeah. that you can binge
2: we're working on a thousand
1: thousands of episodes <laughs> and it will take you the rest of your life but enjoy listening yes. to our voices
2: <laughs> we're casting the spell upon <laughs> this you to listen
1: joy. to every single one <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> thank you so much for having thank us you. it
1: has last. been an absolute pleasure and an honor and Brittany thank you for co-hosting of course yeah and rachel and leah it's been a pleasure
3: thank you so much pleasure
1: was so much fun with the basic witches and i know they will be casting our spell over our show again sometime i'm sure that will do it for this edition on friday we will have the kinky matchmaker and professional dominatrix based in denver the shamanatrix She joins us on the show, and we can't wait to visit with her. But until then, I'm John, always known as Hi There Katsu, thanking you so much for being with us and reminding you to always remember consent and to love each other always. What Women
0: and Other Wonderful Humans Want connects with you. To support the show, visit patreon.com slash whatwomenwantpodcast. Leave us a message at 513-788-2527. And we invite you to follow us on social media. Check us out at What Women Want P1 on Twitter, What Women Want Podcast on Instagram, and for our Kinky friends on FetLife at www.podcast. This has been a presentation of Dating Kinky. We're Kinky Done Differently.